We're at Jimmy's number 43 for their sour beer $10 tasting. Every Tuesday night, they have a different theme. And tonight's theme was sour beers. I'm with Mike and... Heather. Who, coincidentally enough, we know each other from street hockey, so that's kind of funny. You guys said you're just getting into homebrewing now. Is that your first foray into the beer world, or do you consider yourselves connoisseurs? I would go with we really like to drink a lot of beers and a lot of variety of beers. We're, we're big fans of trying uh, trying something different every time you go out. Yeah. What brought you to the sour beers? We, do you come here on a regular basis, or are you just big fans of sour beer? Or? I think I might have seen it on beer menus or some tweet. We really like a lot of different beers. Um, between the two of us, like vast different tastes. Yes. With some overlap, a la Venn diagrammy. I've kind of been getting into more Belgians and some farmhouses and saisons, and some of the ones he's introduced to me were some of the sours, like actually a couple that we had tonight. And I was like, ooh, I really like that. So I got really excited and think, ooh, sour beer, you want to come? Before tonight, the beers you tried tonight, what were some of the sour beers that you're already familiar with or already tried? Actually, I was in L.A. and had one of... Um, New Belgium, which is one of my favorite breweries out of Colorado. I grew up with it. And they had one of their specialty Lips of Faith series that was a sour beer. It was sour as, yeah, really <laughs> fucking sour. I don't remember the actual name of it, but it was part of their Lips of Faith series. Well, let's talk about the ones that you tried tonight. I, I got here late, so I, didn't, I wasn't able to try them all. But Mike has made a list here. The first one was the Bam Weizen from Jolly Pumpkin, which is from Michigan. You'd said something earlier about the banana note. and Yeah, um, my friend actually made the comment that he thought it tasted like flat banana peel. I wasn't as harsh, but it was very light. Well, it, here it is, right? I, it's on draft, so we still have some. So if you want to refresh your taste buds. Oh, and you didn't try it. I did so. not try it. Now Mike will have a chance to give it a try, too. Very, It's very, very light with a hint of tart sourness that reminds me a lot of having lemon water after, on a hot day. Well, here's something you should know about this beer. This is what I'd call a session beer. It's only 4.5% alcohol, which is kind of low for the types of beers that we're having tonight. The craft beer world seems to like a lot of big alcohol beers. This one is the opposite. Maybe it's a case of, compared to everything else you've had tonight, that's why this one seems really uh, light. This is definitely what I would call a lawnmower beer. And that's the point. That's the whole point of it. And it does have a nice, mellow sourness. It's not aggressive. This might be a good one for your first sour beer. It doesn't attack your tongue and senses. It doesn't overwhelm you. And also has a very nice spicy note. I kind of thought it would be a great beer after sports. Yeah. It, it's a really refreshing. The Jolly Pumpkin Bam Weizen. The next one that you guys had was the brewery. Saison de Lent, Season of Lent. Do you remember that one at all? That was actually the ones we'd had before. Oh, okay. We're big fans of all brewery saisons. We've had a we had a couple that we really liked. This one, was very saisony. This was one of the first ones that I think brought me over to being more open to, to Belgian. To, to the dark side to of the, Belgium. I think it's just a different time zone, frankly. See, this is a 6.5% beer. The brewery from California. Orange County. Not easy to get to from LA. So you watch the Kings and not the Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> also on, on offer in part of the series tonight was Orval which isn't really sour, is it? No, I was actually sort of confused when I tasted it and was told it was Orval, and I was like, this has been on my bucket list of old Belgians to try that I freakishly haven't had yet. Well, it kind of fits in in so much that it's made with Brittanomyces yeast, the wild yeast. 
that's the key thing that differentiates Orval, which is one of the few Trappist beers made. Do you guys remember what this one was like? We have a little bit of the dregs. Um, it you was, might have just stolen a bit of a drag. But. Yeah, I, I believe I, I had a little bit of years, but I definitely got the uh, sort of the typical Brett flavor. You know, it's it was a little bit, but it was very faint. They had two jelly pumpkins that were in bottles, in 750 milliliter bottles. There was the Oro is, de Calabaza. Which really means pumpkin in Spanish. Very good. And uh, La Roja. La Roja, which is the red. Actually, I had a little bit of both. And they're really super sour and very assertive in their acidic qualities. What did you guys think of those beers? We actually had a bit of a different experience with the uh, Oro de Calabaza, I believe. It was, yeah. we got pours from two different bottles. Oh. And they were they were very different, but in in positive ways. Yeah, I mean neither of them was bad, but they were just vastly different. What, what mainly? Why? How were they different? Yours was I would say a little sweeter and yeastier. Yeah, it was uh, definitely be, yeastier. It was really. Well, you could have got the bottom of the pour. I didn't though. Oh, it That's was, the it could have been I got I got a mid like mid bottle pour. Could have been and there an agitated was bottle. Significant yeast in my glass. Even when but I was it, it wasn't just like a the yeasty flavor that changed. And like you know, a, a little bit different mouthfeel. It was. They were, they were different batches, not just different bottles. I feel. That's interesting. And the Oro del Caba de Cabaza. I'm butchering that name. Calabaza. Calabaza. Uh, I actually grabbed once before because it was. I'm a fan of the Belgians, especially the strong golden nails. And I was like, ooh, strong golden nail Asian barrels. Having no idea it was going to be a sour. So when we opened it up at home. We were quite surprised, but pleasantly. It was it was nice and dry and I really liked it. Yeah, Jolly Pumpkin is pretty much about sour. I, I feel like um, things we learned tonight. The the calabaza was like a Belgian beer and a, a blanc de blanc mated and made babies. Okay. And that's the Oro de Calabaza. It has a little bit of the Belginess, but it still has like the little effervescence and kind of the citrusy tartiness that a Blanc de Blanc could have. And I know more about wine than, than Mike, and Mike knows a lot more about beer than I do. You guys can do the attack team. We could. We could. <laughs> we finished up with, I guess, the icing on the cake or the cherry on the sundae. Cantillon, the god of sour beers. Have you guys had Cantillon before? Never. Never? This is actually my first Lambic. Ah. Okay. So I was, I think I may have taken a whiff of the like, you know, raspberry framboise or whatever, run as far away from a lambic as humanly possible. But this was a, this is a really good one. It's, um, it, it's not too, too in your face. You get a lot of cherries up front, um, which is the creek aspect, right? I believe. Right. With a real good, authentic Belgian creek, you hope it's made with real cherries. Not all of them are. Some of them are flavored, some of them are sweetened, and you can tell the difference. But this one is, this is one of the best artisanal breweries in the world, and it bring a style that's extremely niche, and they do it to perfection. I mean, they are the definition of Lambic and Goose and Creek. <laughs> so if, if you don't like it, then you just don't like that style. <laughs> As you'd expect from Cantillon, it was uh, extremely on the mark. Sharp and acidic, flavorful, lots of cherries. On, on a like or dislike? Um, I went beyond like, actually. I loved it. All right. Heather? It, it was delicious. I've actually, I'm pretty sure I've had it before. If not this particular one, another one of the Cantillon Lambics mm -hmm. at the Lambic Fat that Spine Dival does. Okay, once a sure. Because it's very familiar to me. I don't know if it was that exact one, but it was really delicious. Then initially, when I first had it, it opened up my mind to Lambic, 
because it was all I ever thought was that terrible, terrible lambic in the big 22 ounce big fizzy bottle that was either peach or raspberry and right, those tastes are, like custard. As, as I described and, it, it's uh, the, those style, that style of lambic is for three year olds who are mad that Zima got discontinued. Yeah, they shouldn't be making this. Sure. And this, it helps open your eyes to the world of Lambic, realizing they're delicious. Yeah, well, this is the one. If you were to drink one Lambic or Goose or Creek, Cantillon's the one you'd want to have. So what exactly is Goose? I've seen that before. Goose, goose unflavored Lambic. So framboise is uh, Goose with raspberry. Okay. And It's like Lambic in its purest form. An unblended Lambic. It's going to it's gonna be flatter and less acidic, less spicy than a blended Lambic, which would be a goose. Thanks for checking out Beer Here. I hope you check in next week and also take a peek at the blog, beerhere.blogspot.com.